welcome to Adam's Rib. It is our goal to uplift, encourage, and guide women in becoming the person that God intended for us to be. We believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God who died for our sins and rose again so that we could have eternal life. We want to guide you in figuring out God's purpose for your life. No subject is off limits here. We are Adam's Rib, and here we go. Yo, everybody, it's Brandon. And I'm Lindsay. Hey, hey, welcome back to Adam's Rib, everybody. I will pass it off to Lindsay. Go ahead and do your intros for where you can find us. Hey, new listeners. <laughs> welcome to Adam's Rib Podcast. Booyah. We have a new episode every single Tuesday, and you can subscribe to the podcast in iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher, or Spotify. You can follow us on Twitter. You can like us on Facebook. We have a website, adamsrippodcast.com. You can email us at adamsrippodcast at gmail.com. We have new blogs that come out twice a month. We have video blogs. We have all types of good stuff. This is episode 164. And this is Brandon's idea. So I'm going to let Brandon explain it. Okay. All right. (laughs) (laughs) so pretty much in this episode we're just going to talk about divine encounters moments where not like that encounter i guess i'm trying to define it for our audience i will not like some x-files like type of encounters i mean we want to talk about that's not divine at all (laughs) okay so like unsolved stranger things no that's worse than x-files okay Okay. (laughs) (laughs) so loki have you noticed that the stranger things theme song kind of sounds like x-files they yeah <laughs> it might be a copyright situation they might have to run into it in the near future but that's neither here or there so we're talking about divine encounters we're talking about moments that you know god will provide a way of escape when you least expect it or when you ask for it um or just certain certain moments where it's just only a matter of time before god comes into your life and do do certain things so I say does it to you when you're defining divine encounters, does that define an escape or is that just something that could it be an intervention? It could be could an it intervention be or it could be a warning as yeah. well. Okay. You got to look into that, you know, um, for the ones that are still like fresh into their Christian walk, we serve a God that specializes in providing a way of escape for us to get away from certain things, whether it's, uh, sickness whether it's a situation that we put ourselves into or whether it's something that we don't see coming that the enemy is trying to tempt us with um it could be anything for example i know for me um i was on my way home from working from the church that i'm staffed in and I usually take a certain way home all the time, but I don't know why I heard this clearest day, but God told me to take a different route home. Come to find out later in that evening on the news, there was a shootout in the direction that I was going in. Oh my. When was and that? it was like a couple of months ago, oh. but, um, it was, it, it was an experience it was an experience that I would I will never forget because God always tend to have your back and we can go down the list on a lot of things of why God, you know, specializes in having your back why and always a back, mm-hmm. back mm-hmm. 
so it's an insider just just let it ride y'all just listen so um but you know is is you know pretty much god is a promise keeper and if he says that he's he will never leave you or forsake you he will literally never leave you or forsake you so so why does it feel like sometimes that he has left or forsaken us like why do you feel like that is if if god if this most perfect divine being if we know that he's perfect and he has he doesn't even know how to not be perfect and he makes all these promises then why does it sometimes feel like he has forgotten us and forsaken us i think sometimes we tend to feel like God is never there when we need it because it's based on the time that we want him to show up. He's an on time God. Yes, he boom, is. Boom, 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 See, that's why boom, I miss boom, Jessica because shit, we will be feeling me and will sing with me as opposed to looking at me all crazy. Well, I get it. <laughs> Trust me, I'm a musician. I know. I know how it is. I, I I just, I first of all, I just gave you the bass line and you oh, didn't even run it. with it. Okay? So, strike well, bass one ain't on your you. instrument anyway. I don't even know why you're I, to First of all, line. I hummed the bass line and you just well, stopped. Ba- bass is not your ministry, so. Well, neither singing is yours. Okay? So. Be a fence around Brandon. So, anyway. I feel like. You get back to my train of thought. <laughs> so. I feel like the reason why we have a hard time believing that God is, you know, with us sometimes because we have this timeline in our head of when he's supposed to be there. But kind of like the example that I was talking about with me driving and going a different direction, I could have easily avoided that thought and be like, no, God, like I can go this way. You can protect me. It's all good. It's like, but no. God is like, I'm telling you to go this way for a reason. A bullet could have went through the window glass and through, you know. But, you know, sometimes I feel like when God kind of gives us like a command like that, not even a command of that's something that's like long term, right? Like, okay, do this so that this door will be open then do this and this. But a command such as don't go down that street, you know, don't go to that place or, or whatever. Don't visit. I don't know. It could be whatever it is. Sometimes I feel like he does that. And then we follow, you know, we obey him, we follow his command. And then, like you said, later on, we see, oh, that's why God told me to do that. So it's a good thing I obeyed that. Then I think that God, I think that's God's way of continuously showing us that he has not forgotten or forsaken us. And I also think that's God's way of continuously showing us that he is always in control, that we can trust him. You ever notice, like, sometimes you feel like you go through things just so Mm -hmm. you can look back and, like, yeah, I trusted him for that. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. You know, and and, and it's important. It's so like, for example, when you look at like being a parent, like being a parent is kind of the same example. Like they know the kid. They know what the kid is going to do. And they give the give the idea to the kid of what they need to do prior to them messing up mm-hmm. or seeing that situation happen. That's an encounter. They're having an encounter with their kids. Hey, look. Do not jump on this bed or you're going to bump your head Mm -hmm. and hurt yourself. You know, some kids listen. Okay, I won't do it. Notice that the rest of the evening is just fine. (laughs) But then you have that one kid is like, I'll be all right. You know, you're going to take care of me anyway. Mm, Blah, 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 blah. Take advantage of of their their goodness. goodness. Yeah. And they bump their head. And then there are some parents that be like, that's what you get. Like my mom. And then there are some like, oh, I'll take you to the hospital, care for you. But I told you not to do that, Jimmy. Like, don't do that. But at some point, 
but you, but at the end of the day, you come to a realization that just had I just listened, mm-hmm. or if I took advantage of that encounter of that wisdom, I wouldn't have been hurt. I wouldn't have been uh, in a put in a bad position, you know. Um, even with like looking at everything else, even with the Bible and all that stuff, like Jesus had multiple encounters with a lot of people. Oh God, I was just going to bring this up. There's so many. So it's so many. <laughs> So many, so many. Like, I mean, he made a virgin pregnant. Like, <laughs> if that ain't a divine encounter, right? I legit don't know. What it is. Like, her legs were closed. <laughs> Signed, sealed, delivered. Clink, clink. Uh, okay, that's like one of that's the eighth wonder. Right. Literally, <laughs> actually, that was one of the first seven. Right, that's probably the first. <laughs> you know but it's just when you look at that it's like he he made an encounter to mary and told you like god said like you're going to have my son there's so many i mean i think to the um shadrach meshach and abednego who the hebrew boys mm-hmm. bruh <laughs> that, that was an encounter itself like you're and going you to imagine in- if you saw if you like were physically there and you saw this happen and it was hot too yeah <laughs> You know, black people don't like heat when they come to hair, you know, but that's neither here nor there. But when it comes to those encounters, Mm -hmm. there are certain moments that just make you be like, oh, my gosh, like, Lord, you actually came in at that time when this was happening. Yeah. Like doing all this stuff. And what really gave proof for me, well, not really for me specifically, but I'll just say that for what solidified for me when I was reading scripture about moses and pharaoh and like that whole shebang and so you know god was it says god was with moses when he was having to turn the water into wine and you know his staff was became this you know like all these things to like show people like god is with me like Mm -hmm. god's on my side like give me my people so we can be about our way and so they said that pharaoh's servants or people whatever he's like you know my people can do the same thing like this is just magic this is like black magic you're doing and even his own like little servants whoever they were his own people was even like nah like what moses has is different (laughs) than what we doing they're basically they're like i mean we can do this magic stuff but what he's doing we can't do that and i i need to find that scripture of like where it literally says that but that's that's when you know when someone who was actually against god says i uh no that was god and so sometimes i feel like we go in these encounters that don't even necessarily specifically affect us directly but maybe god encountered or came in on something that would have affected us and so then it kind of like aligned everything you know if Mm -hmm. that makes sense i mean okay i i go back to this woman a lot because I just really, really, really like her in the Bible, Rahab. Like, I feel like that encounter of them encountering her was a divine encounter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, without her, would they have been been able to go over that wall? Like, you know, she was basically like their spy. And so, I don't know. There's just, I'm glad you brought that up because there's just so many examples. Who was, who was that dude that was running for his life from cave to cave to cave that was going to become king but didn't become king until 20 years ago? Was that Samuel? I think it was Samuel. Yes. And so when who was who who prophesied Elijah, Elisha, one Elisha. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. See, you better know your Bible. So even when Elisha was like, yo, you're gonna become king, I don't remember specifically Elisha giving him a time like, yo, it's gonna happen tomorrow, like twenty years from now. So like time has passed. Yeah. M- most <laughs> And he is hiding from King Saul, right? Who's trying to kill him and like all this jazz. Mm-hmm. Like that's divine encounters in itself because yeah, it sucked in the moment, 
But like, I feel like at every opportunity, he was like running away or like trying to hide from him. Like anyone else who wasn't in God's favor, they would have been dead, in my opinion. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So God, sometimes I feel like we think that divine encounters have to be like this huge, you know, see part and miracle when really it can be just be everyday things mm-hmm. that we just consider so mundane kind of like you know when you told you that god said drive down the street instead of that street that probably seems so minor but it was so major at the end of the day yeah and i had to look at it as a major situation even though i treated it so minor yeah you know because it was it was an experience that i won't forget but it was just like oh okay I'm kind of glad I went down the street, but I still go down that same road eventually, you know, but, at, but God took time out his busy schedule to make sure that you are safe and he, and he will make sure that you're good. Like even, even when you're like trying to do stuff or you're trying to create plans, you're trying to do stuff. God finds a way to, to ordain those steps. You may have a blueprint, but God's going to tell you how to build it. Yeah. You know, and even in scripture, like Jeremiah 29 and 11 says, I, I know the plans that I have for you. Uh, yes. You know, uh, plans to, to prosper, to prosper you and not and to have peace and not disaster plans to give you a future uh, filled with hope. So God wants everybody to win out you know here. Saying? Okay. Like, this, <laughs> I feel like, these divine encounters puts us in the, in the positions to start a winning streak in God's glory, you know, in the glory of God. So it's very important that we take those opportunities to hear or to see or to take advantage of what God is really saying. Um, because if you think about well, just all the things that could happen when, when you don't listen <laughs> or when you don't deal with it, mm-hmm. Peter was walking on water to and he Jesus. One. I don't know if I would have got up off that boat. I'm going to just be honest. I know. <laughs> but the thing... you saying you would have? You yeah. You don't know what you're going to do I would have. Here's, here's how I would did it. I was like, well, Jesus, you beat me halfway. <laughs> I will come the other way. I just want to make sure that I'm close enough to the boat that if I fall ashore... She was trying to negotiate gonna, with Jesus. But that's, that's, my, that's my downfall. But see, the thing about so it is... So you like Key West right now <laughs> in the Atlantic Ocean. <laughs> and Jesus is out there. It's storming, mind you. This ain't like no this spring ain't no break. Like, right. This is like tsunami. You would, even if he, was, if he came halfway, you'd be like, okay. You would do that? Like, you know... I thought there was some things that God told you to do. He was just like, no, nah, I don't want to. <laughs> no, it's not that I want to. It's just like, can we find like another way to do it? Okay. Like, I don't mind doing it. And, that, and that's the thing. I think people get so caught up in the process yeah. of the encounter versus, you know, trying to understand the end result, mm-hmm. you know, because it's like, I'm too busy worrying about like, God, like I easily go down the street mm-hmm. like all the time. Like, because anything think great a- comes with the process, right? Mm-hmm. Like you just don't get promotion. You, you process through, you know, the entry level job to the mid-level job and then you you know get that really big promotion that you've been working for you have to go through a process because you don't learn anything at the top you learn it through the process Mm -hmm. i feel like all good process situations or anything that deals with a good process promotes promotion or it pushes promotion and growth and you know saying like even even Mm -hmm. in so there's a there's a scripture in second kings where there was like four guys dealing with leprosy they were forced to be out of their kingdom they went from all they went through all this stuff trying to survive and dealing with the enemy to 
listening to God, telling him to go to a certain area of the kingdom and he will take care of the rest. And to find out they were they ended up sitting in the hierarchy area of the kingdom the entire time. Mm-hmm. And it was all because they encountered God and they listened and they, t- and they took advantage of that encounter because mm-hmm. either they had three options. Either they was going to go into the kingdom where they was thrown out of and die because of while they're dealing with the leprosy they could stay in their position and die in their le- in their leprosy or they could listen to god and go into the area even though there was any even though the enemy was there but they had a chance to live mm-hmm. but because they listened to god god took care of everything else and he provides and he he can restore he can do all of that stuff all you have to do is just take advantage of that encounter you know you know who has some serious encounters? Because y'all know he's my favorite. He's my homie. My favorite homie out that book is Joseph. <laughs> I just couldn't imagine. I'm in prison for half my life, which probably felt like half his life. I don't know if it really was, but probably felt like it. Sure. You know, you got cut bears <laughs> and people having dreams. Like, Joseph, I just dreamed about a cow. Tell me about this. Bruh. Like, I don't know. I just feel like his attitude. Anyway, my point is, that encounter like had he not had been obedient to his gift for one and then had he just not been obedient to again what he knew god's promise was for him joseph ain't no way he would have been in the position that he came to be in mm-hmm. i mean granted you know other things came later on but that's besides the point you know what i find also interesting is that i really love movies i love to read about stories of people of miracles so there's one movie i think it's called miracles from heaven did you see that I heard about it. I haven't watched it though. It was really good. So it's it's this family, for the most part, like believer Christian type family. Um, the little girl becomes like really sick, but they don't know what's wrong with her. She just come becomes really sick. They go to like see all these doctors and da 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 da. And then I'm trying to think. Basically, like she basically this girl was like on her deathbed, and so her her sister they were climbing a tree or whatever. And her, the, the sixth sister, like, hit her head on the tree. She, like, fell down out of the tree. And so that was, like, another issue, right, on top of her already health issue. And so the doctor's like, well, you know, she'll be fine, blah, blah, blah. But then, like, throughout the days, like, the nose girl has energy. Like, she's running around. Like, she's, it's almost like she's been completely healed overnight. And so the mom was like, you know, shouldn't you be in the house? Like, are you feeling okay? And the mom, and the little girl was like, yeah, you know, I saw a guy. He said I'll be fine. Because he said you that you were praying for me, he said I'd be fine. And so it's just like things like that. And even the mom couldn't believe it. It's so funny how we pray for these things, pray for these things, pray for these things. These things finally happen. Mm-hmm. When they do, we don't believe it or we don't believe that right. the prayer worked. And so it's a really good movie. Like I said, it's called Miracles from Heaven. And the girl that plays the mom, it's Jennifer Garner. And that was really good. And then I read a book. 90 Minutes in Heaven, which is also a movie. Did you see that or read that? I didn't even hear about that one at really? all. Really? This was good. This guy had a car accident and he died. And I guess, I guess spent 90 minutes with him. I don't know, but it's called 90 Minutes in Heaven. Died, I guess, was technically dead for like 90 minutes or whatever. And so met guy, whatever. But then, you know, when he came back to earth, he was still like significantly injured. It's not like he just walked away from that. I mean, he went through a whole bunch of surgeries. They had these apparatuses on his leg. But even though that period was hard, he still got to see God's face and see what is on the other side of death. You know, should we leave this world prematurely or, you know, should you not be living righteously, you know, where you may or may not end up, (laughs) you know? And so, again, just these divine encounters. Now, I'm not necessarily seeking out these experiences, but I just love reading about it because I think it's just a reminder 
of what God is capable of and just a reminder, like, I'm here, I ain't never left, and I'll always be here. Mm-hmm. Even even for miracles, like, or the prayers that we pray for ourselves, like, we have to understand, and you said something about it, like, we have to believe when it actually happens. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. we have to believe when it actually happens. We can't do all these prayers and then walking in unbelief when it finally comes through and be shocked, like, oh, snap, like, is this really happening? I mean, I get it, but at the same time, we cannot, we cannot advertise our unbelief when it finally happens. Mm-hmm. So, you know, everybody is designed to have a divine, a divine encounter or warning or something. And it don't have to look like you part in the sea. You don't have to build an ark, you know, for it to be considered something that is right. divine. You ain't got to turn water into wine. No. <laughs> You don't, have to, you don't no. have to slay no giants. <laughs> no. But sometimes it make you wonder, like... But I could. I, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I bet if I get a rock outside <laughs> right now and I can slang that thing in somebody's head, I bet you cash money. <laughs> if I got some good, accurate, like, Peyton Manning, Tom Brady mm-hmm. accuracy, I can get somebody right in the middle of the forehead. Mm-hmm. But that's... Yeah. Anyway. But divine encounters are good. Yeah. And they're they're they open the door for a testimony for other people to expect encounters for themselves. So yeah. um stay committed to God and he will continue to stay committed to you regardless if you believe or not. That's a word. So boom shakalaka laka. <laughs> See y'all next week. Uh bye. <laughs> <laughs>